I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network. back for episode 74 of digital divination jason we're almost to 75 that's like the silver number or something right is is that is it like a silver jubilee yeah or something like that what was what wasn't the queen didn't the queen have the silver jubilee you know a little bit ago and yeah, that was 75 yeah. or is that 100 years i don't remember but it is. i don't think she was i don't think it was 100 uh she didn't make no she didn't she didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, she didn't make that. Yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't be a hundred, would it? No. Yeah. But seventy-five. We're 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 yeah. getting we're close. So we'll celebrate a lot uh next time when we yes. seventy five. How's that? We'll bring out the pinatas and the yes. uh, noisemakers. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah. We'll have to be careful with the recording then with the noisemakers. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's Put them over off to the side. Yeah. It's uh, it's been um it's been an exciting week, or uh, you know, it's this, been an exciting year, John, and it's only the tenth. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so we're recording on the Tuesday before this gets posted, so the tenth of January, and uh, so far this year, uh, there's been a lot of noise regarding some large company in in the Seattle area that does something. Mm-hmm. I, are you familiar with anything about that? <laughs> uh, if I think I know what you're talking about, because uh, it's what everyone in the, uh, basically the RPG sphere has kind of been talking about uh, the past couple of days. And that's wizards like OGL leak, OGL 1.1 yes. leak. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of other places to get a lot more information about that, uh, especially here on the No Direction Network. Uh, I did mm-hmm. listen to Ryan and Owen Casey Stevens and Alex Agunas talk. Yeah, me there, too. Sort of yeah. uh, uh, did that the other day. Uh, very informative. Check it out. There's articles out there you can read. We uh, mm-hmm. don't. We're not going to go into it here because neither of us are really experts on the subject, and either no. they're our hot takes are you know probably just like hey it 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 could it might affect starfinder if 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 what's going on because starfinder is published mm-hmm. under ogl 1.0a uh because it is pretty much you know uh, uh, you can trace a direct line from D 3.5 to starfinder um yes. and it actually yes. took me a couple days to remember that um i was a little <laughs> just thinking about like oh what's probably yeah. gonna do with all the new stuff and uh, second yeah. edition isn't really that derivative of 3.5 they could probably do their own thing and then someone was right. like Oh yeah, Starfinder. Like, oh no, Starfinder too. Yeah. Shoot, yeah, that's like a direct line. Yes, yeah, I think I think that more so definitely. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess all I'll really add to this is, um, I have it on good authority that nobody has all the information and nobody knows. Yeah, <laughs> so that's <laughs> what I have it at this point. So um, any speculation, it, 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 that's yeah. all it purely is, and I don't. I don't feel the need to add to that speculation. I will just mention the one thing I'm curious about. I'm actually hoping to interview some folks on one of my other shows mm-hmm. uh, about this is what can current companies do to yeah. get out from under the OGL? If that's something that they, they want to do, how difficult yeah. will that be? And for some companies, it'll be really difficult. Other companies uh, like Essence 20, I think doesn't even fall under it, right? 
No, the the Renegade Game Studio stuff does yeah. not fall under any OGL license. Yeah. Uh, it has its own thing. It you can't use it. <laughs> I'll tell you this: like right. it's something that I thought about when I was like first starting. I was looking at the rules. Like, All oh, these rules that you know, they're, they're they're simple enough that we can uh, you can make other games with them for sure. Yeah. And then I kind of asked about it. I'm like, no, you can't. You're you're not allowed to sell you know homebrew and sell any uh, uh, Essence Twenty stuff. Obviously, you do what you want at home if you want to make up your own game at home and, and sort of use borrow the general ideas behind Essence Twenty. Right. Go for it. Uh, but um, they just because. Uh, Transformers and My- Power Rangers and My Little Pony and, and, and G.I. Joe are Hasbro properties, that doesn't mean that we're um, tied that to, to other Hasbro things, right? You know, right. Renegade is basically partnering with Hasbro to sort of get these things out, but like all this Wizards of the Coast stuff doesn't really have anything to do with us. Yeah. So that's what we're going to say on that. Yeah. Uh, now, getting back to our regularly scheduled program, uh, last when we saw our heroes here we were going to talk mm-hmm. about our favorite armor upgrades yeah and i will say that this is more challenging than i thought to narrow it down to five okay um you know i'm i'm playing a high level character now in the devastation arc and i think i have six armor slots six armor oh, okay, upgrade yeah. slots and and even then it was hard you know it's kind of hard to to figure out what what six you want at high level mm-hmm. so narrowing it down to five of all of them regardless of of level i found it to be quite challenging what about you yeah i i found it tricky there's like stuff yeah. that i was sort of thinking about like well do i want to talk about some of your basics you know your force mm-hmm. fields and your mm-hmm. thermal capacitors and just sort of giving you basic sort of protections which you'll want to have at those levels yeah, yeah but yeah. then i sort of thought started thinking about well, what are some of the more weirder fun stuff that you can do with armor yeah. upgrades and that's the, what i picked it uh from yeah you, i i think i tend to be more practical and you tend to be more weird with these, <laughs> with these yeah, so I, you know i like it's, to get the little extra abilities that sometimes you know you yeah. may not use every adventure as opposed to a force field which you can use every fight or uh, right heat resistance you know uh, fire resistance five or whatever which will right. come into play nine right. times out of ten agreed agreed all right so i'll go ahead and get started this time because i think you started right. last time all right i don't remember so, but go right ahead i yeah that's fine i'm right all right okay <laughs> so my fifth you know with one being the best so my fifth favorite mm-hmm. i actually mentioned this when we were talking about magic items mm-hmm. and it's the backup generator mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. it's a fourth level item so it's not not super super low but the neat thing about it is basically you put it in your armor and you can charge up batteries while you're walking the kinetic movement charges them up and the reason why this was a big deal uh, for me where i found this important was when we were doing uh, this is going to be a slight spoiler here we were in castorville uh in the jungles of castorville in the dead sun's adventure path Mm -hmm. i think it was book three and you're there for super long time, like weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks, right? You got to march. You got to march. And you have no way to recharge anything. But because you're moving it's so true. much, you can recharge batteries. And so that, that to me was like, oh, this is, you know, like you mentioned the charge cloak before. This is like, this is my answer to charging mm-hmm. something up. So I thought the backup generator was kind of neat, but it's in my number five slot. What yeah. about you? Cool. Um, my number five is also kind of uh, on the practical side of things, I would say. Uh, this probably goes from, maybe, maybe it doesn't go exactly from most to least practical, but uh, yeah. for number five, I picked I picked, I picked, picked a pet carrier. Um, I saw, yes, okay. 
Yeah. I uh, I don't know why. I like the idea. I mean, it's sort of like yeah. you know, we introduce pets into the game in like Alien Archive 3. And, you know, you get a little guys, you get, a, they, you know, they can give you a little bonus here and there. They're not really like animal companions. They don't go out. They can. They, right. Some of them do have attacks and you can get them to level them up to get to be more mm-hmm. robust mm-hmm. in attacks. But if you got a little guy who you just want to bring with you, I'm, I'm, I'm mainly thinking about the little shape changing ooze guy. Um, yes. and granted, shape changing ooze guy is not necessarily going to need environmental protections. Uh, but if you get a little something fuzzy, little rabbity thing or a fuzzy little alien buddy, um, have a little pet carry. Stick them in there. They're there. They're safer. Uh, you can bring them out. You, you you get their benefits while they're in there too, mm-hmm. right? They can't do anything, but they're there. Um, and they get your environmental protection. So I thought it was nice. It's a level one item. It's pretty cheap. So it's it's yeah. it's it's one of those things that you can just sort of scoop up if you need it. Yeah. Are you familiar with the the sharktopus? The that why does that sound familiar? So in um. In one of the uh, Starfinder adventures, uh, I think it's a first season one. First, no, I think it's second season. Um, I, I I know the authors who, who wrote it, um, but right. I won't say their names. But one of the things that you find that happens to be in a room is this um, kind of this baby, this small thing with a, a shark kind of head and an octopus body, and it's just mm-hmm. like super friendly. Right. Oh. And uh, <laughs> it, it's one of the things that you get as a boon for your character. Now you have the sharktopus pet that can hang around all the time. Now, the interesting thing is that now this is where the spoiler thing comes in. There's a season um, end of the season special kind of thing where the sharktopus doesn't really give you any bonuses or anything until one very specific instance in that oh, wow. special where the shark just goes out there and starts pushing all kinds of buttons and it gives you some kind of bonus to some final <laughs> boss thing. And so, wow. so it's a, it's a really cool Easter egg that was, yeah. that, that's kind of in there if you play through the whole thing. Uh, but this is where, you know, having a pet carrier to carry your yeah. shark around would, would, would kind of be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I like the idea. It does sound like, doesn't that end up, isn't there like a, actually like a, a larger monster? That is basically head of a shark, body of an octopus, like a Lusco or something like that, or a Lusca. Um, it 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 also makes me think of Grindylows, which are, yeah. but those guys are more goblins than yeah. they're goblin shark octopuses, basically. But so anyway, I when you kind of mentioned pets, I yeah, thought about it. cool. All right, so um, my number two, and this is in Starfinder. One of the things after you get past a couple levels one of the things that becomes much more important i think in starfinder than pathfinders different modes of mobility in particular flying mm-hmm. i think flying mm-hmm. becomes very important mm-hmm. early on you can get jump jets which are kind of nice you get up and but then you have to land someplace yeah. uh, and then there's a jet pack you can get um but what i really like and this is kind of my number four thing is the force pack it's a hybrid oh, item yeah. uh that's an armor upgrade and I'd like it. it's level nine, so it's a little bit more expensive, a little bit higher than the than the jetpack, but it has um, capacity of a hundred, so you can use it. Uh, it takes two charges per round. You can use it for fifty rounds straight, which is a mm-hmm. long time, uh, yeah. and it gives you double the speed of a normal uh, uh, jetpack. It gives you a speed of sixty, which is really pretty quick, right? Even compared to running and stuff. But by yeah. the time you're at level to use it. Um, you're, you're typically you have other upgraded suspension. You have other ways to go faster, yeah. but I, I like the force pack because the longer usage and the fact that it goes faster. And I, and I think it, 
I think by the time you're like eighth level in Starfinder, everybody needs a way to fly somehow. And so that's it's kinda... true. Yeah, it helps. So. I okay, picture the force pack uh, being the most futuristic version of the yeah. of the mom. Like jetpack's probably like, like fueled, but the force pack it goes yeah. is the one that goes wee 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 wee, wee or you know uh, right. jets right. and noises right. as you fly mm-hmm. yourself around. Little circles come out of the of the jet of the jetpack. I'm sure. Um, yeah, great. Again, very practical. <laughs> no, yes. Well, not practical. Uh, yeah. I'm just sort of like. Uh, not not that it's a bad thing because what I, the, the set, uh, my my number four is also kind of practical too and that's the um auto injector which oh, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. basically lets you to sort of like have a, po- a serum essentially a yeah. serum of healing or what have you uh ready without having to get it out and then inject it you just kind of like i was pictured it kind of on the shoulder um i think maybe in the illustration is even makes it look like it's on the shoulder um mm-hmm. and then you just sort of like instead of taking the time to drink it you just kind of I don't know what press a button or flex flex a muscle or whatever and it injects it right into you and you get the benefits very quick very fast very much to sort of like save that action economy. Is it a swift action to do it or? But no, it's actually a move action. A move but, action, okay. But right. it's still. But you don't have to do a full round to drink it. You have to full round to get it out and then drink yeah. it. Right, that's a move action. Yeah. Understand or whatever you know. Yeah. It's just sort of yeah. you, you preload it. Now you got to know what you want ahead of time. Generally, right. you're gonna put a healing. You're gonna put a healing serum in there, right? right. Uh, and then you can just kind of get it, get those hit points back, and then take another swing with the Dashko or shot with the shotgun or something. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, so my number three, and uh, I'll have to uh, preface this: is that I don't play a lot of casters. Hmm. in Starfinder. I actually like uh, melee characters quite a bit. Um, so I really enjoy the haste circuit. Um, that was now, That's one of my honorable mentions, I got to say. Yeah. And, and the reason, there, there's two really cool things about it. So as a swift action, you can activate it. Then hmm. you can move and get a full round attack in. And it gives you an increase of 30 feet on your speed. So mm-hmm. if you're like a blitz soldier who already gets, you know, some extra movement and stuff, mm-hmm. now, man, you can move a long way and still get a full attack. And so like, um, you know, my Vanguard, I have a high level Vanguard. And Vanguard, as you get to higher level, you actually get this as an ability, which is really kind of cool. Right? Oh, you, yeah. This is one of the things you can choose. Um, but yeah, having haste in uh, for, for melee characters is really powerful. So if you have um, casters that can cast haste on everybody, then that's great, right? Just just right, like yeah. in, in Pathfinder. Um, but if you're in a group that, you know, like playing society play, oftentimes they're not balanced. I remember my first Gen Con, I played a, a, the highest level game we had, which was like eighth level or something. The entire group was soldiers, you mm. know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. uh, I like to be a little self-sufficient here. Um, so yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, my number three was the, the haste circuit. Like the, that's good. Cause the haste spell does require you to kind of be a little more grouped up. And if you're, like you said, like a yeah. blitz soldier or whatever, you might already be ahead of the pack and outside of the range of a haste mm-hmm. spell. So why not just, like you said, be self-sufficient and, uh, yeah. use it to even <laughs> if need to get out of there, get back to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, my number three, uh, defensive. Um, I would say, uh, uh, because it is, and it's something, this is, this is a slightly weird one, but I just like the idea of this, this, uh, broadband noise generator. It's oh, in wow. tech revolution yeah. and, and it's, this is kind of niche. Uh, I'll admit it, but it basically sort of like helps to dampen, uh, uh, the, um, blind sense and blind sight that a, you know, a creature might have. 
so that you oh, so can like against swarm creatures and stuff like that. Against especially. swarm creatures, against yeah. sort of things that you know, if you want to like do some sort of combo where you are invisible, but then you know mm-hmm. you're going up against someone who's got the blind sight or blind sense, you can right. turn this on and it kind of just sort of has the, the this 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 I don't know uh, sound and vibrations or whatever. They get to make a saving throw, but if they fail it. Blind sight mm-hmm. is reduced to blind sense, and blind sense is just removed. So wow, that it knocks actually, it down. Actually, a whole pretty match. significant. Yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, right situations. Yeah. And it's interesting because I mean, uh, there's actually three marks on this one, uh, and the uh, uh, basically uh, the different marks only just have better saving throws, better DC, higher DCs, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But the first one is only you get a second level, so. Um, if you can afford it and for, for whatever reason you're already going against blind sight and blind sense creatures, you know, mm-hmm. why, you know, it's, it's, it, it could be effective for you. Yeah. You know, one of the interesting things that we found going, uh, well, I'm going to do lots of spoilers here. Um, Fair enough. going through dead suns, mm-hmm. um, and, and generally higher level in, in a lot of adventures and things like that is in, creatures have invisibility. And you have to learn how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, I, that's one of those things that I, as I get to a higher level, I always like to have some way to kind of, kind of deal with that. Uh, but kind of related to this, um, my number two is something called a light wrap inlay, which basically grants you invisibility. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you can use it up to 10 rounds. And what I like about it, again, because I don't play with a lot of casters, if I'm if I'm a soldier, I'm a, I'm a big, loud, unstealthy type. Yeah, I can turn this on and gain some stealth bonus. Right? I can try to be somebody who can sneak around a little bit, but I'm still clomping around and stuff. Sure, right? yeah. But becoming in, invisible, and uh, you know, it's five thousand credits, which is you know, the grander scheme of things, that's really cheap as you get to higher level and you get invisibility, you know? So, so that's kind of like my number two. And it's, again, I've used it quite a bit. I think it's kind of practical, not super high level, but yeah. Um, Another one of my honorable mentions, I got to say too. (laughs) Um, uh, And yeah, no, you sort of, you could, you want to like, if you pair that up with the, the, the noise generator, the broadband noise generator, you can be invisible and then things who, Mm-hmm. rely on blind sense to be able to find the invisibility can't find you um my second one might also be a spoiler possibly a spoiler for you because it is an 18th level item from that final adventure that you are in the playing of um now it's not um it it's 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 something you may have already found because yeah you said you just sort of got to 19th level because this is a level yeah. 18 item um okay. and it has to do with all that stuff that's going on at the end of uh, 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 um, arc of devastation so it's more it's from it's from that particular i'm not, I'm, I'm really dancing around what culture shop but it's yeah. the um the okay. quantum phasing armor upgrade uh oh this i think i think we saw that but i don't remember you might have seen one so. um, yeah, I think this yeah, one I mean, is is give you the sort of like you're talking about turning invisible or haste whatever this kind of uh, uh in a lot of ways uh is the next sort of higher level right. sort of thing be- because it is it's a little bit like i guess it's a little bit like um not blur, but the other one, um, uh, displacement. Right. Um, you have there's a fifty percent mischance that attacks against you happens, and and you're flickering in and out of existence, so you're not like so blind fighting and blind sense and true seeing can't 
it, it better, you know, those, those sort of defeat invisibility in a lot of ways. Right. But the, those are not useful against this flickering situation. Um, and you can also sometimes, uh, step through some walls, you know, with it too. Cause it's a really so high level item. I thought maybe we found that and maybe I only recall the stepping through walls part. Maybe, Oh, maybe we haven't found that. Maybe. I don't know exactly where it shows up. Yeah. It might just well, be in the back, okay. you know, one of the one of the things that's sort of like, here's a bunch of these um, yeah. uh, hybrid-y items, right? Because uh, 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 they sort of function as a lot of this sort of like quantum space kind of stuff. Yeah, no, no. I, but if we would have had that, I, I think I would have gotten it already because I'm like mm, the big sure, frontliner yeah. in there. So now I'm going to have to go ping Ron to see if, did we get this <laughs> thing? I mean, maybe I didn't did hear the description space? right. Because it yeah, sounds maybe. really cool. It sounds really cool. Well, my number one is that kind of a high level thing. And uh, it's something that my Vanguard uses. And I like it a lot. Um, I honestly ha haven't activated it yet. Um, but it's the um, uh, fortification plates. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So basically, the fortification plates grant you a chance to basically nullify a critical hit, mm -hmm. right? And so, like my my character right now has the Mark IV uh, fortified uh, fortify plates, which are uh, level seventeen. They give you eighty yeah. percent chance to Plus basically five. nullify a crit. And you know the crits that I'm talking about. Uh, you're talking about a crit that will do maybe 150, 180 mm -hmm. points of damage. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's it's pretty significant to to oh, be yeah. able to, to to have that. Of course, as a Vanguard, I have all kinds of other ways to kind of mitigate mitigate damage as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I I was really I, I was really looking uh, excited about getting to this level so I could get uh, these sorts of things. So I was happy to to get a set of these. So yeah, first for half a second, I thought maybe we were gonna have the same number one. But oh. yet again, we did five, five, two the difference. Um, my number one is from Coral Book, and it is also very defensive. I mean, a lot of these armor upgrades kind of are, right? But um, uh, uh, this one only can be installed into power armor. And I, what we were doing, I think, with this one, sort of thinking about this, uh, is we wanted to do a sort of an update version of a tower shield. Okay. Uh, so we came up with a titan shield. Okay. Uh, All right. And the Titan Shield uh, is basically lets you sort of uh, activate it. This is sort of like before we had all the shield shield rules that, right. that, that right. come right. in com. This is sort mm -hmm. of the the only shield that existed basically. But it, what it right. does is, is it basically turns a whole edge of a square into cover right. for you. So you just right. kind of whoosh right. this thing up. It's huge. Uh, uh, it uh, uh, and you can move it around when you move to different different sides of the square. So that's pretty. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Just like the I can picture it in my head as very sci fi thing. And then this right. this big bulky power armor. And then you throw up yeah. this giant shield. Um, you shoot around it, and people are trying to shoot at you, and you got cover. And it's pretty good. It's a. Uh, it was in. I I I vaguely remember the sort of design part of of mm -hmm. of having this, and sort of talking about like how do we make it a little bit different from kind of like a tower shield, but like also make it as sort of useful, practical. Right. Mm -hmm. And just sort of coming up with this sort of, you pick an edge of the square you're on and that is your right. shield. You know, what's interesting is that I've never played a character with powered armor. Oh, okay. I've never played one and uh part of it is uh, maybe the size thing. I kind of, I kind of yeah. got worried about it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things, you know, but um, I've seen people play really cool characters that 
that were, had powered armor and when they were, weren't in there, they had all kinds of other cool abilities. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely something to look at. And so that's one of the reasons why I actually never looked at that because it only right, yeah. goes in powered armor. So um, yeah. now you mentioned a couple of honorable mentions. What were your honorable mentions? Well, uh, uh, before uh, something I just realized about the Titan oh, okay. Shuttle when I kind of go step, step back because you're talking about power armor and size. Yeah. Uh, I'm realizing, oh yeah, you can be large in power armor and you can be large anyway without yeah. power armor uh, or, or uh, necessary. But like uh, the way this Titan Shield is worded is that when you activate it, you choose one edge of your space. Oh, um, okay. So the bigger you are, the more protection yeah. <laughs> you can sort of yeah. throw out with this Titan Shield. It's kind of amazing. I don't know uh, if that's balanced or not exactly, but uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, my honorable mentions were, uh, like you said, the um, uh, uh, the uh, the light wrap in inlay, which I think is right. like something you carve off a glass serpent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the uh, hay circuit, and yeah. the was that the only two I think that I said just now? Yeah. So, and and uh, I love all the flight stuff. I love all the jetpack stuff, obviously, but yeah. that was just sort of like, it felt like too safe for me, I guess. <laughs> I got to come up with weird stuff. Yeah. And, and I'll ha- I have one that's kind of pretty basic. And the other one I think is mm-hmm. kind of more on the weird side. Um, yeah. So infrared sensors, you know, level one thing. There are a lot, mm-hmm. of, lot of creatures have dark vision, but some only have low light vision. And, and for 200 credits, you can have mm-hmm. an, armor upgrade and really at first level you can't afford a lot of better upgrades anyway that's so true, yeah. um to be able to get dark vision you know basically i i think that's pretty useful and then my other one and this is uh, again in my high level vanguard i have this it's called an indomitability module Ooh, uh yeah. level 13 uh and basically it says it uses a combination of stimulating combat drugs and mobility enhancing magic this upgrade renders you nearly unstoppable. Uh, so it kind of reminds me of the juggernaut. Uh, yeah, from, definitely. You, you know? Um, but basically, um, it uh, allows you to ignore the effects of the staggered condition, which if you're, again, a melee type, where you can't mm-hmm. move and attack, right? Yeah, that, that's bad news. Um, also, when an effect would cause you to gain the dazed, paralyzed, or stun condition, basically take you out of the game, right? As a reaction, you can use this charge to reduce it to staggered instead. Uh, okay. It's only used useful once per day. And uh, so both of these, the indomitability module and then the fortified plates, I've been waiting to use them. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know. oh, you're staggered. No, I'm immune to staggered. Or you're a crit. No. But it hasn't happened yet. You know, so. it's it's a good problem to have. I mean, you have these yeah. protections for when the bad stuff happens. But if the right. bad stuff ever happens to you, you can be like, it's like going, you know, it's like saying you you bring your umbrella with you, you go outside, it doesn't rain, and when you forget right. the umbrella, right. that's when it rains. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, um, for next time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was talking with my actual play group about ideas, and and one of them that came up is. You know, apparently, uh, in the back of all these uh, adventure paths, this Codex of Worlds, are you familiar with that at all? <laughs> yeah, pretty familiar. Yeah, I've seen a number of them. <laughs> and uh, so one of the things that we thought about is kind of um, maybe what are our favorite planets and mm-hmm. or uh, maybe what makes for a cool planet, too. You know, how yeah. do you develop something that's uniquely different than other things and um, stuff like that. So I thought we could. Uh, 
I haven't really thought about my favorite planets yet. So I think that's kind of a fun thing. And we have quite a few more to choose from. And then maybe talk a little bit more, especially from the developer side is, you know, yeah. what do you look at um, when you're making a plan? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to be the t- trickiest one, trickier one to look up because I don't know if we can go straight to Nethys and I might have to go. I'm going to go to my physical books. Yeah. So I'm in the back again to remind myself All what's in the, the back. All the planets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and there's a lot of different places where new planets are introduced too, which maybe archives might have that better if you mm, okay. if there's a right way to search. If you, if you, archives is nice if you can figure out the proper way to pull out the specific thing you want yeah. out of the search engine. So, very good. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, that sounds like a lot of fun. And we didn't talk too mm-hmm. much about the, uh, that three letter acronym that's going on now. <laughs> um, right. So, so I think that's, that's wonderful. Maybe next time we'll have more information and we can give our, minor lukewarm takes about it and then for sure and then move on to the more fun stuff yes for sure all right i'm john and i'm jason and this has been digital divination